Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigert. And a fine good morning to you all. Uh, we're hitting April, and once this uh, front blows through here this morning and come comes through... We're looking at mid-70s by the end of the week, baby. That's amazing because it has been cold. Is it a colder spring than you remember? Or uh, can you remember? I, it comes and goes. I mean, I've been here my whole life up in this area. So, no, there's. it's been drier. We have not had as many rainy days this spring so far as as we can have. Yeah, but I feel like it's I'm colder. bundling up all the time. I yeah. got like six layers on. I understand that. Uh, my yeah. wife has been saying that too. Last night she was like having three blankets on her. I said, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I well, said. Aren't you doing your job? Do what do you mean? Keeping her warm. Yeah, well, that's what the blankets are for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, there's too he... much pressure sometimes. You can just throw her a blanket. You hey. went from newlyweds <laughs> to old married couple in like a year and a half. I got a lot going on on that side of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot in front of me. You know, I can give you some advice. Okay, let's hear it. If, well, I mean... Oh, little, you could give yeah, me advice. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Not that I will, <laughs> yeah, okay. and not in this, uh, on the air. Setting, okay. But I, I will give you some advice. Okay, we'll meet up later. <laughs> there yeah. you go. But, uh, but no, the weather is improving. We're going to warm up. Sunny skies coming up all week, so hopefully uh, everybody will be inspired uh, after watching the Masters to get out there and uh, go swing it here. It really is like the start of the season. I yeah. think the Masters kind of says, okay, regardless of what's gone on for the last year, okay, it's time to go play. And 74, 75-degree weather will bring people out of the woodwork. Yep, so make your tee times early, folks. Uh, if you if you don't have some stuff lined up, you, uh, you might be uh, a little out of luck or going to have to either go really early or some twilight hours hoping to uh, race the sunset to to get your holes in. Well, we've got a lot of sunshine now, so you can That's get true. off at 3 in the afternoon and still get in yep. 18. My wedges are coming in, man, about a week and a half. Right. I'll have a driver in wedges. And okay. then we're going to uh, – I'm going to pick your brain for some drills because it's going to be, I guess, the shafts and grips they were wanting for my irons are taking a while. That's going to be May. But so I'm trying to say, okay, this will be great. I can I can drill – for a month practice, which is usually what you constantly tell. Rec Look, recreational golfers, if you want to actually get better, you actually have to go practice and you actually have to have some structure and focus on that's what practice is for. You can't figure it out and find it out there on the course. No, it, uh, obviously you may, some things may occur to you out on the golf course, but if you're not prepared, uh, it's too big a challenge. 
Got to learn different shots. We can talk about that a little bit in the in Well, the and I'm excited. I'm actually, I mean, I'm disappointed I don't have clubs. I would like to be out there playing. But yeah. looking at it, it's like, okay, I'm going to have a month where I'm going to have a putter. I'm going to have some wedges and I'm going to have a driver. And I've heard golfers, professional golfers say, I spend most of my time. I will find, I will make sure my regular swing is just where it should be. But they'll spend time with the driver because distance matters as you know, whatever, if you can find 5, 10, 15 more yards with your driver and yet keep it in the fairway, that is a giant advantage. Well, so continuing to develop that, yeah. and then you score with the short game. Keeping it in the fairway is an important issue. 5 or 10 more yards, maybe it's a difference of a club, is not that big a deal because there's so many other conditions that can affect your iron shot. Uh, work on your short game, uh, chipping, putting, Driver, how many times do you use it in a round of golf? 14? You're going to shoot 100. you got 86 other shots you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. So well, we're trying to not we'll shoot 100. We'll deal with the other. I know. So, but I'm going to pick your brain here over the next month with some drills or things to set yourself up to practice to be as efficient and productive to be able to replicate what you're going to need to do on the golf course so you're not just sitting there throw down a bucket of balls next to the green or 20 yards out and just swing, but not have any focus on what you're trying to accomplish. Well, you can start with a drill, but you eventually have to learn how to, as Hogan said, dig it out of the dirt. So just being out there and trying different shots. I, uh, I prefer my students be a little more creative and say, well, this seven iron chip shot does such and such and uh, my lob wedge does this and that under certain conditions. So uh, that's learning how to play the game instead of just adhering to a certain pattern of things that you need to do or have to do. Uh, oftentimes, if you get into that, uh, you'll come up against a situation that you're not familiar with and, yeah. and you will struggle. So experiment. Well, and, and we'll do that, but how to structure, I think more than specific drills, maybe how to structure practice sessions so you accomplish things without just saying, okay, I'm going to go get a bucket of balls. And Well, that's true. you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, so, and you're a structured person. Yeah, so we'll work on that here over the next month. Uh, our buddy Jeff Shane is going to join us here in about 10 minutes. Is uh, It's all about the Masters here for the next hour. Uh, Harold, uh, in our tip segment, uh, when you see greens uh, the way that you saw them there in the first round of the Masters, uh, things that you have to take into consideration uh, if you're out. And, and we know maybe if you go to Central Oregon in the summertime where it gets uh, pretty hot and dry, you might see some greens in some similar conditions there. Maybe at the beach, if it gets really windy and stuff gets uh, dried out, what you have to take into consideration either around the green chipping or when you're on the green trying to putt if if things are crispy and rolling and as well as approach shots, how that changes. You just can't fire at a pin because your ball's not going to hold. No, it won't. And, and the Masters, they know that for sure. There are safe places to hit the ball on the green, except for the fact that you and I have been looking at some pin placements and Whew. they are hiding pins somewhere on the green but you're going to have to look closely to find them. There's, it's pretty tough. Uh, Saturday, they usually make things more difficult, although yeah. I don't know how much more difficult they can be. Round one was about Thursday. as difficult as I've seen Augusta in yeah. years. Yeah, the stroke average was, was over uh, 74. 74 and a half. Yeah, we, we lost two strokes to the scoring average yesterday, which is an improvement, uh, a little bit of water on the greens. But as you said, uh, trying to get, Used to how to putt under difficult conditions on difficult greens, it takes experience. Yeah. And and there's nothing like it. That's why what um, what uh, what Justin Rose did. Yeah. On round one was it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean that that's a round of a lifetime. And obviously, when you put it up against what the other players did. It is definitely a round of the lifetime. Well, let's get started there by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. And it is all about the Masters this week. Everybody else taking the week off uh, in reverence. And we look at the leaderboard here heading into round three. Justin Rose. 
came back with an even par round of 72 when the conditions were easier. But uh, after that opening 765, however, he still has a one-shot lead over Will Zalatoris, the rookie. Brian Harmon, the uh, native there of Georgia, both six under. Jordan Spieth had a great second round. He's five under, tied with Mark Leishman, who has played very well at Augusta throughout his career. And then at four under, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Cameron Champ, Baron Wiesberger, uh, had a 66 added Finau in round two. So if you look at all the red numbers in round two, it was significantly easier. Justin Rose, however, uh, still struggling with the first seven holes. He's plus five combined in the first two rounds, holes one through seven, and then he's 12 under, eight through 18. Uh, the question is, he's been in this position before. He's been the first round leader mm-hmm. four different times, tying Jack Nicklaus for the most at Augusta, but yet has not been able to close one out. Now he's got uh, everybody breathing down his neck. They say Saturday is moving day at Augusta. Can he hold on? Well, Saturday is not only moving day. Every day in the Masters is a moving day, it seems like, because of the conditions in which they find uh, that they play in. Uh, To Justin Rose's uh, credit, he didn't panic. And he did something interesting that he started to play a match play against the golf course. And there are ways when you're in a round and you begin to struggle how to get out of that. And he chose this one in particular, which I think was brilliant on his part, uh, that he didn't, he didn't panic. He just divided the, the golf course up. He put a pencil mark on his scorecard and he said, okay, everything prior to this, was stroke play. Now I'm playing match play. I want to play against the golf course. And he ended up even par against the golf course. Well, and he talked about the difference uh, in his second round from his first after his round. I actually said to myself, going up the eighth hole, hey, you're still leading the Masters. Okay. You know, the frame of reference is totally different. Yeah, we were four ahead. Now it's just tied for the lead or one ahead or whatever it was. But I kind of realized that it was still a pretty good spot to be in and try to build on from there. Well, he has two runner-ups in the Masters. So he understands how difficult it is and what it may take to win and decide. And the other thing too, he said, wait a minute, I may be struggling, but I'm still in the lead and a one shot lead is all you need to win. Uh, so to his, again, to his credit, he went out and he shot a good round, solid round 72, brought it back on the back nine and did not lose the lead. But he's only got a one-shot lead now Yeah, as he, you know, you've played poorly on holes one through seven or struggled challenge. If he struggles again today, he could find himself now two or three shots back. What is it? How do you, do you go and have a different approach to holes one through seven? Do you change your, I mean, you don't want to change everything, but what do you have to do to make sure? Because if you start going backwards again, Everybody's too close to you now. Well, you don't take any chances in the first seven holes. Then. So he's got to go out and say, okay, fairways and greens. That's it. Let me get through the first seven because I know I've struggled, particularly getting off the first hole. He hit it so far right yesterday, ended up with a with a bogey and a very lucky bogey. but uh, And then made a couple of mental errors on the putting green where he, putted, he got a 67-foot putt. And his second putt was 60 feet because it rolled back to his feet. So he's going to go out there and say, all right, if I can par every one of the first seven holes, I'm in great shape because I've played so well on. He's 12 under combined on eight through 18. Yeah. So uh, I think he's going to be patient and he's, I know he's sitting down with his caddy right now and saying, okay, how do we keep the ball in play? What clubs do we select? Where do we want to be on the fairway? Not that that isn't done prior to going out, but when you're faced with a challenge uh, like he has been, you better focus on that much more. So we'll talk uh, to Jeff Shane coming up next about that. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth breathing down his neck. And for some of these guys like Zalatoris, Finau, uh, Champ, looking to break through, get their first uh, their first majors, do they have what it takes to finally see one through? Jeff Shane joins us next as we get started here. Golf of the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 816 here this morning, Masters Week. 
But plenty of other uh, sports going on. We got uh, Major League Baseball 9:30 over on 9:10. We got NBA coming up later this evening, five o'clock here. Uh, on the fan and then uh, Oregon Oregon State continue their baseball series over on 910 later this evening 615 so uh, that's what's going on center and saint to follow us but right now our good friend Jeff Shane of the Village's Daily Sun down there in central Florida kind enough to take a few minutes and uh, check in with us as we uh, dissect the first two rounds of the Masters which has been primarily focused on Justin Rose who shot an amazing 67 in round one or 65 in round one to take the lead. And then when conditions softened up, uh, gave most of that lead back to the field. So good morning, Jeff. What have you taken away so far from the first two rounds? Um, that uh, it's been tough on some of the big names, but we have no clue <laughs> who's going to be at the top come tomorrow. Uh, and you mentioned, you know, Justin gave almost gave it all back. Well, essentially, he did give it all back and then had a pretty good second nine to get it back to even par for the day. And uh, it, it's just, it's been a uh, Masters where nobody has really put together if you if you divide what we've done so far into nines, nobody's put together four good nines. Rose has had three good nines, uh, maybe two and a half good nines, but uh, you look at those scores, a lot of them, there's a five or six shot difference between what they did one day and what they did the next. Well, there's one player who has uh, been under par two days in a row, and that's Brian Harmon, which yeah. To- to me, I don't know much about this lefty, uh, but he is certainly a surprise and has played well the last couple of weeks. He really has, and he's he's one of those guys that uh, is not very big, uh, does not hit it all that long. That is a detriment to him in a lot of tournaments, but at a place like Augusta, um, yeah, you have to be long, but you can get away with being long enough. And maybe to Brian's credit, uh, I'm sure he's tried to chase a little bit more distance, but he hasn't gone and tried to change everything about himself to try and add 20 yards to his drives. He's played very much within himself. He is one of the more consistent putters on tour, and that's always going to help you at Augusta. So we're looking at the top uh 10 or 12 players, all of whom might have a chance. And we'll get to that in a second. But what strikes me is the players who did not make the cut. Any surprises for you? I was surprised with Dustin Johnson's finish. I know he was struggling, but it looked like he was at least going to make the weekend. And then who knows what happens on the weekend. But for him to really just have that collapse in the last four or five holes, uh, I, I'll be honest, I was sitting down trying to knock out a column and uh, had turned my attention away from the leaderboard to meet deadline, and all of a sudden I hit send on the column, and I look up and it's like, what do you mean DJ missed the cut? <laughs> he wasn't that far, uh, he wasn't that close to it, was he? But, you know, those things happen. And that was the big surprise to me because uh, it looked like, especially last year and last year, of course, being a little bit of an anomaly because it wasn't a spring masters, but even in the previous spring masters, it looked like he had kind of figured out how to at least put himself in there. And then, you know, with everybody uh, as so many have, you just have a bad week. It's an interesting stat that three of the past five defending champions have not seen the weekend. Jeff Shane, our guest, uh, covers golf for the Village's Daily Sundown there in Central Florida. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N. Along with uh, some of the names that are at the top of the leaderboard, uh, the big storylines was just the conditions, especially on the greens and around the greens in round one. And many uh, attributed that to rumors that Augusta National was not happy to see Dustin Johnson fire minus 20 to win it in November. Uh, Things eased up in round two. There appeared to be a little more water and moisture in the greens. Uh, But is is that what you take away from round one that uh, Augusta National was uh, announcing its presence with authority? Or was it just simply a matter of the, the weather conditions leading into the week? I think a lot of it just had to do with getting back to spring um, because 
in November, as good as Augusta National has become in setting up the golf course, they really never had to do it with the conditions of November and, and the, the different temperatures and how that grass responds in November. I mean, they stayed open. Uh, I'm sorry, they, they opened a little bit early uh, to kind of get ready for the Masters. And so it was not familiar territory for them. But you put that Masters back in the first full week of April, like uh, always, and they know how to set it up. And I think that's where they were able to really announce its presence because it was fast. It was fire. It was just like they wanted to have it. Now, yesterday, they had cloud cover all day. So that moisture stayed in maybe more than they expected when they set the course up for round two and now there's a potential for rain so we may see even more moisture on that course which would bring us more red numbers but I really think it was the season more than any plot (laughs) by the green jackets to say no this is our golf course well and with more more moisture in the forecast and you hope there's not uh, thunder and lightning which will have to delay play but yeah. Who does that benefit the most? Because I believe somebody like Justin Thomas with his length can really take advantage. Not only his length, but if you look at what he did at the players championship, he was really precise with his irons. And I think those uh, Augusta national is a second shot golf course uh, first forever and always. But I think maybe it's even more that way when you have the chance to get balls to stick on the green. And uh, maybe you don't have to play so much role. And a guy like Justin Thomas or a Jordan Spieth, who is far better, much better with his irons than he has been with his driver, if you can be just a little bit, uh, uh, you don't have to work so much <laughs> to plan for roll-off and, and where uh, where the bumps are in, in the greens. If you can make them stick and make it closer, I, I think Thomas is a good is a good possibility. Spieth obviously is right there. Uh, maybe a guy like Harmon is at a disadvantage, again, because he doesn't hit it all that far. But if he can get it close, and, and, his, and his putting seems to be really, really good right now, uh, but he may be at a little bit of a disadvantage because of, uh, because of the moisture on the course. Well, hitting your irons close, and then you've got a putt. And uh, Augusta's noted for its uh, difficult conditions in putting. Uh, how many players do you think our amateurs will be following Siwoo Kim and putting with a three wood on four or five holes during a round. <laughs> well, it, I, I know that it, at times I've seen it elsewhere, <laughs> and maybe it's just the fact that you know when you have a hybrid, I think I, I think hybrids really have kind of changed that dynamic because mm-hmm. a hybrid is a little bit shorter than a five wood, and the five wood part surprised me. I, I nothing would surprise me if somebody were to putt with a hybrid if they busted their putter just you know kind of benched it for the rest of the day but uh you know when you think about it you get those texas wedges around the green some some guys have become fairly proficient in being able to to make a small motion with a big club and uh, it, it seemed to work for him he still wound up shooting 69 yesterday i don't know if i would try it with, with my five wood actually <laughs> i don't have a five wood in my bag but uh, i would not try it with my three wood but i have a hybrid that I might try it with if I was to ever lose my putter or, or bust it or, or something of that nature. It's just weird that, you know, most people, when they bust a putter, they bust it over their knee or around a tree, and, and his was just this fluke break. And uh, he did a great job, uh, I think, of staying in it when something like that could really mess with your mind and your stroke. Well, we look at the leaderboard here. Uh, the leaders start teeing off around 1030 Pacific this morning, 130 Eastern. You've got 11 guys within four shots of Justin Rose, uh, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Hideki Matsuyama, all at the top of the greens and regulation uh, stat board through uh, two rounds. Are we expecting somebody with experience like that? Or what are the odds that a Tony Finau or... Uh, Cameron Champ can break through and and get their first major. 
Well, I think with a guy like Finau, he has put himself in position before. He was part of that chase pack that was trying to catch Tiger uh, three years ago, and so or two years ago, I'm sorry. And um, I, I think that probably helps him. Uh, you know, but the thing with Tony is it's not just Augusta; he's just struggled on Sundays, no matter where he's gone, and so that. That's going to be an issue down the road. Usually what we see on Saturday is we'll see some familiar names come to the top, and then we have one or two of those surprise names that, hey, they're talented enough, obviously, A, to get into the Masters, and B, to put themselves in position, but they don't know Sunday Masters pressure. And I think that's where we'll find a little separation come tomorrow, but it wouldn't surprise me if Cameron Champ got into the mix uh, but then he's got to deal with Sunday. Matsuyama, if he gets into the mix, not only is he dealing with Sunday, but there's never been an Asian uh, Masters champion. And I, I don't know if we've talked about it. I know, know I've talked about it with others, but the media contingent that follows this guy from all the Japanese newspapers is crazy. They, after a round, uh, at most stops, uh, there are a dozen reporters gathered around him and he practically has to go through his entire card with them. They even bring him a chair because they know that he's going to be there a while. And so for that kind of pressure on a Sunday at Augusta, if he gets in the mix, that'll be really interesting to look at. But, you know, I think Rose, he's been there before. He's actually lost the playoff to Sergio. Uh, and, and in a way, he kind of deserves it because he's had four first-round leads at the Masters. Nobody else except Jack has had four first-round leads at the Masters. I think he can probably be there if his back holds out. And then I think we're all looking at speed. Uh, he has had such a great three months now, uh, five top tens, uh, the win in, in last week in San Antonio. Uh, he, he's the guy that probably everybody's going to have their eye on uh, if he just he even stays where he is a couple shots off the pace. You got a favorite? I think I, I think right now of that group, there's only one that has a green jacket, and that's Jordan Spieth. And so, even though he's had he's had his struggles there, he's also had some very good uh, experiences there, and is able to draw on that. And I think he's just riding a wave of form and confidence right now. Uh, he's he's probably the guy that I would put at the top, but if Rose's back can hold out, I, I think he's in position. And, and Justin Thomas, you know, like I say, he just won the players a month ago. He hasn't fallen that far off form. And with a 67, that was what? Just one shot off yesterday's best round. Well, it should be an exciting weekend, and we always appreciate it when uh, when you can lend your insight to us here. Jeff Shane, uh, the Village's Daily Sun, uh, at Jeff Shane, uh, at Jeff Shane uh, for Twitter. We appreciate it, my friend. We'll catch up with you a little later this summer and uh, enjoy a, a weekend full of Masters. It should be fun to watch. Definitely looking forward to it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. There you go, Jeff Shane, our good buddy, and uh, a lot of good insight there. Uh, and, yeah, Jordan Spieth right now, uh, he hit he hit a couple side. He's still hitting that one or two drives sideways. He got stuck in the trees. I think it was round one, uh, and he survived that and was able to keep the round going. Well, he made a good bogey. Yeah. The difference between him and you. Uh, that would have been a quadruple. I would have put a 10 on the card. Yeah, well, you would have hit the same tree twice. He only hit That's it hard once. to do. Yeah, it is tough. You don't see him doing that on the pros. No. Uh, but it was really, he took a chance and it didn't pay off. And But he managed to make his, uh, didn't he make bogey? No, he didn't. I think he made double he, on that one. No, I think it was a triple. It was triple. a triple? I think he three-putted. Yeah, That's true. absolutely. It was a triple. It was a seven. Yeah. Uh, and that was on, was that on 10 or 11? It was 10 or 11. Right. But, and he still managed to get around. I think he got it back to one under uh, and then was able to, yeah, one under. So even with a triple on the card, shot one under, kept himself in contention and then got it going yesterday. Uh, and all that surviving on the greens. We'll come back uh, with our tip segment. Harold will chime in when you encounter greens that are rather what they call crispy, but they are dried out. Sometimes you'll see that in central Oregon in the summer when it's hot and dry. Right. Uh, what do you have to keep in mind approaching, approaching the greens, 
chipping onto greens like that and when you're on the greens. Uh, we'll do that as we make the turn. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on The Fan. 8.32 here this morning. Thanks again to Jeff Shane for uh, taking a few minutes for us as well. We'll continue on uh, with Masters. We'll get to uh, our picks uh, coming up in the business of golf, as well as a look back. Uh, the LPGA played their first major last week, and uh, we might have a new star being born on the LPGA Tour in uh, in Patty T. So we'll get a little bit into that, but uh, but it's it's your segment here, Harold. Well, it's, uh, thank you very much. Does that mean you're not going to say anything? Or are you going to? I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Okay. <laughs> now you can start trying. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to clarify something. Jordan Spieth's uh, triple was on the ninth hole. Oh, okay, it was on nine. And he will, be, if he were to go on to win, he'd be the first champion who tripled the hole and went on to win, which would be amazing. So um, there's hope for all of us. You can make a triple and yes. still play quite well. I'm, I'm waiting for that day. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come. Eventually, you'll you'll hit, uh, I'll hit better only, shots more often. That's what we're trying to do. We want to make sure that your bad shots uh, are minimized, but that your, your uh, how is it? I wanted to say that your bad shots are not as bad as they used to be. Exactly. Okay? So we don't have to go 20 or 30 yards into the trees. We may only just step off Five. the fairway. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're we going to get We got a month to. with the driver and the wedges and the putter. And right. I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, and you asked Speaking about, of the putter. Yes, greens. Those greens on, I mean, they looked brown. They were flat out brown. Mm -hmm. And they were much greener yesterday if you spent lengthy time watching the Masters as we all did. So when you get in that situation, and I think we'll see it probably more often in central Oregon in the summertime when it can be hot and dry for weeks on end. Oh, we can get it here too. If it gets in August, when yeah. it gets really hot and dry, we're, we're putting water on the greens, but it's evaporating faster because it may be a little bit windy and breezy. You've got to get used to the change in the speed. So first of all, how do you uh, account for that? You know, visually, what what can you look at? What can be indicators that that's going to happen besides just watching your ball never stop? Well, yeah. It uh, Number one, if I were to give you a tip, is that uh, oftentimes we get a little anxious when we're putting because putting is, is such a small physical activity. And there's this anxiety that comes like, I want to hurry the ball to the hole. And you just have to be patient. And patience can, uh, can allow your natural stroke to work. When you hurry the ball to the hole, you'll start to notice that you'll take the club back a little shorter and you'll try to rush it or accelerate it through. And we really don't want to accelerate uh, significantly through a putt. Um, you don't want to decelerate. So people would assume, well, if I don't want to decelerate, it means I want to accelerate. That's not necessarily true. No, you want you a want smooth, keep, fluid. Correct. You want to keep the pace of the stroke fairly even. Uh, that's a good way to start. But uh, you have to get a feel for the greens. How And how many holes does it take you in a round of golf yeah. to get – uh, and I call it get on to the speed of the greens. If you haven't had, for most players, they don't spend a lot of time on the greens before they go out to practice, you're going to get a little bit of feel, but oftentimes a practice putting green is not the same as what you find in yeah, the golf course. A lot of times that'll be more watered because it's right there next to the clubhouse, and so they'll take the hose out and give it a little water or whatever. So hopefully... Uh, your, you know, your superintendents are keeping the practice greens matching the conditions on the course. Well, but it is a challenge to do that, and it, oftentimes they are different. So uh, because practice greens are normally a lot flatter uh, and they don't have as much contour uh, and tilt to them. So, you know, it can be a little bit deceptive, not necessarily as far as the condition, but as far as the 
challenge of it and the layout of, of that green. So how many holes does it take? I I like to get to think that I can get onto the speed of the greens about the second hole or so. I, I have a good sense of, of feel, and that relies mainly on experience of playing. There are times when I've been on a golf course, played 18 holes, and I never got a good feel for the greens, and that is a really bad place to be. Uh, I couldn't figure out uh, an uphill and a downhill putt. I, I like to think that a I measure it kind of like a teeter-totter in a sense that if a downhill putt is really fast, that opposing uphill putt is going to be significantly slow. So I kind of get a feel in that respect. Uh, but it takes a couple of holes sometimes to get a feel for it. And it's difficult if you don't hit your irons fairly close in the first couple of holes because now you've got 30-footers and 40-footers, and it's hard to get a feel for it. Practicing before you go out, try on the even on the practice screen, practice your lag potting. And, and close your eyes, hit the ball, see how close you can get to the hole. Now, more scary, I think, is when you're just off the green and you've got super speedy, dry, crusty greens. How do you need to adjust where normally you're, you know, you might even think about trying to chip one in. What do you need to look at and calibrate to find the target when well, when there's going to be significant rollout, whether you're uphill or downhill? First thing you do is determine what kind of shot you want to hit. Do you want something to bump it into the into the side of the hill and jump up onto the green, which you've seen quite a bit at uh, at the Masters? You will see almost every different approach to uh, you know, chipping and pitching at the Masters. So if you're paying attention, uh, as well you should, watch there are players will hit some hybrids, fairway metals from just off the green. They'll try some low lofted irons. Uh, Patrick Reed is one who maybe hit a little seven iron, a little eight or nine iron, chip it into the bank and let it roll up under the green. Uh, and then there's other players who don't feel that confident in their pot. Uh, I kind of get a sense, I wait for a little voice in my head that says, putt this, or this would be a good chip. And so it's not necessarily the condition, although the condition has something to do with it. It's what do I feel confident doing? And since uh, if you practice, you should be capable of two or three different ways to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Yeah. But you will find there'll be one that under the, the most severe conditions you feel more comfortable with. And I will, uh, I will, uh, I will putt more often than I will chip. The other thing is if depending on your lie, can you get the club face on the golf ball first or, is it in you know a thick lie where you, there's grass? You, you you're going to hit the grass. You can't get the club face cleanly on the ball. How does that dictate well, it, what you're looking, what you're expecting? It it has everything to do with it because in the Northwest our conditions are much different than what they're finding at the Masters. If you look at the Masters greens and just off, everything's tight lies. Uh, if you find the rough off the green at the Masters, you didn't hit a very good shot or uh, you know, the roll-off was too severe. Uh, anything out of long grass, you're going to need a lofted club, period. You can't putt out of long grass. Uh, it's, it's just too difficult to hit a decent shot. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Uh, and usually you just can't get the club face on the ball well enough to get it started online. So you're going to have to hit a lofted club, uh, a, a gap wedge, uh, or a lofted wedge, a higher lofted wedge. I'll hit a uh, a 60-degree wedge or a 56-degree wedge, something like that, just to get the ball rolling onto the green. Uh, at the Masters, they've got a lot more options. And so we have some golf courses here that have tight lies. Well, there you've got more, more uh, options to choose from. You can bump it, like I said, bump it into the hillside and let it roll up. That's a tough shot, and that takes experience to do it well. 
And that's why uh, that's why you want to get uh, areas that have uh, short practice areas are, are extremely valuable. Not just, you know, practice greens where maybe it's it's right around it that you can chip, but where you're 15 to 30 yards away. Well, I think the hardest ones are the ones that are about uh, five to six, seven feet away where you've short-sided yourself. The pin's real close to where you are and you don't have much green to play with. Those are the really hard ones. Uh, I think when you've got plenty of green, uh, it's much easier to feel comfortable over that because you think, well, you know, I'm 40 feet away. Uh, if I get this within five or six feet, that's a good shot. But if you're uh, 10 or 12 feet away and you don't have a whole lot of green, that you don't want to end up with a 40-footer after yep. that. So I think those are more difficult. So I would practice those much more often than the longer ones. There you go. Take that to the course. Yeah, take it to your practice session yep. first. Yep. And use, uh, as you said, use a variety of clubs there to get different feels. Experiment. What works for you may not work for the next person, but you have to know yourself. And the only way you get to do that is through practice. And uh, speaking of guys that practice those shots a lot, a lot of them are at the top of the leaderboard here. We will uh, finish up with the business of golf. Who we think is going to be wearing a green jacket come Sunday afternoon at Augusta. And also a look back at the ANA inspiration. Has the LPGA found its next star? That's how we'll finish things up. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 845 here. Getting ready uh, for Saturday at Augusta. Third round of the Masters. Uh, early players. Nobody's going really low. Couple of two-unders, couple of one-unders, but uh, nobody's tearing it up early as uh, we've got uh, the guys at even par now. John Rahm about the next to tee off. Bubba Watson, Abraham Answer, Henrik Stenson all teeing off here in the next uh, 10, 15 minutes. The leaders will tee off uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, 1050, you'll get uh, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau are playing together. That'll be exciting. Jordan Spieth going off at 11 with Baron Wiesberger and Justin Rose and Will Zalatoris, uh, the final group at 1120 this morning. And uh, CBS coverage uh, kicks in around 11 noon, somewhere in there. So ESPN's got varying coverage throughout the morning on SportsCenter. Uh, they'll cut in for you as... Uh, a little spotty, isn't it? Yeah, uh, masters.com, though, they've got uh, all sorts of, if you got a computer, you can Chromecast to your TV. Uh, they've got featured groups and your featured holes, so uh, they'll be easily found. No paywalls or anything like that. It's available for you. But as we uh, look at this leaderboard, who do we expect to, one, make a move today, and then, two, uh, who do you like now to, to slip on a green jacket on Sunday? Well, you know, based on the conditions, uh, anyone within about five shots has a chance. Uh, is somebody going to really light it up? My goodness, I didn't think that anyone could light it up on Thursday, and Justin Rose did. So it's difficult to, to figure out who might do that. Uh, my picks for the... Earlier in the week were Patrick Reed and Patrick Cantley. Cantley didn't make the cut, and I took a lot of uh, bull from uh, Mr. Uh, Sprague, yeah. uh, our morning show person during the week, uh, because evidently he, he bet. Yeah, he's uh, in Patrick. a big he's in a big pool, and uh, yeah, yeah, he on and, your advice to yeah. Cantley and and I I feel bad about it, but not it, really, no. Not at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and if I could screw him up at all, I was really happy. He he put me on the air yesterday and he said, you told me that Patrick Cantley was going to. I said, no, I specifically said Patrick yes. Reed. Yes. And, uh, and, I, and he did not buy that. But I know that if you uh, repeat the same lie over and over again, eventually you're going to find somebody to believe it. That's true. Uh, who do I think on the weekend? Um you know, I was doing a little bit of math here and a little research. And yeah, I, I saw the abacus come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a calculator. I have to look for the calculator <laughs> on my phone because it's in an obscure place. But uh, in the 87 years... Why don't you just move it? What? 
You can move the calculator. I know, don't don't just... fluster him with technology yeah. this late in the show. Come on. <laughs> I've had coffee this morning. I'm on a run. I'm I'm way overdue for another nap. So anyway, in the 87 years of the Masters, uh, 33 times the second round leader or co-leader has gone on to win. That's 38%. Well, that bodes well for, for Justin Rose. It so, does. Uh, the last player to win the Masters wire-to-wire was Jordan Spieth. So now you're looking at two players who who are really, you know, they're in the top four right now. Uh, so there's there's two that, that Sprite can go out and bet on unless it's too late. Uh, I would say, and I have felt, even though I picked Rom and Reed, I oh, I felt earlier in the week that somebody who we didn't expect is going to come up and and win it. You this, think Will Zalatoris can hold on? I that's a tough one because that's only I mean, been he's done. He's a flat out rookie. Yeah, it's only been done three times, and the last one to do it was Fuzzy Zeller in '79. So I don't really, I don't bet on that one. Uh, but somebody who comes out of nowhere, like you know, like a Brian Harmon who's just playing yeah, so solid. so well. Uh, now Leishman's had a, a lot of close finishes there. Absolutely, he's got enough length. If if rain really comes, if it gets soaked and there's no roll on the fairways, he's got enough length to bomb it out there. And and he's somebody that gets overlooked. But I think if Justin Thomas, if he has a good round today and he's within a shot or two, if he's playing in the final two groups on Sunday, even though I picked Spieth earlier in the week. Yeah, but did you see him on 18 after Finau missed a little downhiller? Then, but knowing Justin that Thomas, was- that's something that we, he will grind on and grind on. That will stay with him. He is as fiery as a competitor as there is out there. They got to turn the mics off after he hits bad shots because uh, he is he gets hot. Um, yeah, he always looks like he just you know. Yep. Eight three-day-old fish. He's got that yeah. look on his face. But like, I think that serves him well into the grind that it will be over the last 36 holes. If he can be in the final two groups, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think he, he loves the hunt. He loves the hunt guys down uh, in his victory. In many of his victories, he's had a big Sunday finish. He can get on a hot birdie streak as much as anybody can on the tour and so he just he needs to be within shouting distance if he's four or five back on sunday then i i don't think i except for the fact that he is leading and scrambling yeah which me and we talked with jeff shane about how difficult it was to to hit the greens have it stay on the greens uh and he's very good with his wedges but he is really good for getting up and down so is jordan spieth uh, and so that bodes well for those players. I'd love to see those two in the second to last group on Sunday and then Rose and whoever in the final group. I yeah. think that would have the drama at an all-time high. Yeah, this is going to be fun, and it's almost absurd to predict who could win. It's who could deal with the the bad weather. Jordan Spieth seems to think that he could he could really do well if the weather gets ugly on the weekend, the wind but you take players like Mark Leishman, who does play good in windy weather. I I, I really put him near the top, yeah. or he'll he'll be there uh, on Sunday afternoon. It'll be fun today. See uh, see who can go low. Uh, if anybody can get some distance, uh, and we want to get. Uh, let me see if I can find the uh, the TV for you. Eh, I can't right now. I don't have it in front of me. We'll find it, uh, but I know it's live right now. You can get the range. Amen Corner, holes four, five, and six, your featured groups. That is at uh, masters.com. I did want to take a moment. The ANA last week on the LPGA Tour, uh, Patty Tavitanikit, the 21-year-old rookie uh, who played her college golf at UCLA, holding off Lydia Ko, who fired, tied the course record, a 10-under-62 uh, but Tavitanikit, 18 under par, gets her first LPGA Tour win in a major uh, there at Rancho Mirage, 18 under par. And she looks like somebody who is going to be a regular 
and could be the next big star on the LPGA Tour. This girl it hits it long, and she's over 300 yards in driving distance that week. Uh, 313. That's a long way yeah. to hit the ball. Uh, the conditions were fairly dry and benign, but still, you know, over 300 yards is not that common on the ladies' tour. Uh, good putter hits greens in regulation. She said 16 of 18 greens the last day. But let's talk about what Lydia Ko did, which was unbelievable to shoot 29 on the on the front nine, uh, back nine. She really screwed up and shot 33. <laughs> so, uh, but an unbelievable comeback for her, uh, yeah. and a long road back. So we talk about roads back for players. Well, we've seen Jordan Spieth come out of it, and Absolutely. what Lydia Ko's doing right now is kind of mirroring that. Well, and you're seeing Justin Rose, who had a withdrawal from the. Uh, from the Arnold Palmer Invitational because of a bad back and and taking time off and come back. So uh, no one's really out of it. I don't know if, uh, and I wanted to throw this out there, Brooks Kepka uh, probably should have rested a little, his knee a little bit longer because uh, he expected to come back and produce a Tiger type of, of win, uh, a U.S. Open type win where Tiger had a broken leg. Uh, it wasn't going to happen for for uh, Brooks Kepka, and he ended up missing the cut. But Lydia Ko, good work, a lot of work on the mental game, uh, and we know how important that is. Yep, uh, noon coverage today on uh, Coin Six CBS, and then 11 a.m. tomorrow on TV. Uh, live coverage online. Uh, starts 7.15 in the morning, so you can go to masters.com. They got all sorts of coverage for the early rounds for you. Thanks again to Jeff Shane for joining us uh, at Jeff Shane, S-H-A-I-N on Twitter. Find his work for the uh, Village's Daily Sun. Harold's off the Bandon next week, so we'll uh, we'll dial him up at least for a segment next week. Find out how Bandon's playing, and uh, we'll recap the Masters for you as well. So enjoy your Masters weekend. Thanks again to uh, Will there for uh, spinning the dials, and uh, he's up next with Luke for Center and Saint. There you go. Oh, he he's winked a, at me. He's in the zone. He's in the I'm zone throwing now. Throwing a ball at his head. He's All righty. Well, have there fun. There will be flogging. Have fun at Bandon. Hey, thank you. Three-day pro-am. Uh, we'll talk to you, see how you're swinging it down there. So for Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Wind's blowing in our faces. I just cream. How tight it is. Fun. Pulled up the sack out on the sidewalk at the street and right. just see if you can name it in there from the Sergio porch. Garcia, the Spanish rat. That was sarcasm. You got the <clears throat> English rat. If you've got a young golfer in the bogey, family. Bogey, bogey, bogey. Look, I'm I'm in the rough quite a bit. So. Yeah, you are. Ah, you know how easy I am. Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fiji's in Europe. Uh.